0: As we know that how God cared about Israel while they were in captivity over in Egypt he sent Moses down to bring them to Mount Sinai because he wanted to meet them. Now this is a especially wonderful opportunity for the chosen people to meet God at the place that he selected which was Mount Sinai. He went there and God told Moses, okay, I want you to have my people to prepare themselves three days, get cleaned up and be ready to meet me when you see the clouds come down on Mount Sinai. I also want you to give them three rules or two rules I don't want them to touch the mountain. You can come near, but don't touch the mountain. So I want you to have guards posted so that no one will touch the mountain. I want you to also tell them, do not try to climb the mountain or come up the mountain and touch and be with me because they will surely die. Now, being God and the power of God When it came down on that mountain, it had to be a spectacular event for a lot of people because so many things happened that you just don't understand how a people could face God, the Almighty. It had to be a miraculous event for most of them because all the time they were hearing from God, they were seeing the power of God, but they never, and we often wonder, where is all this power coming from? So Moses brought them to the mountain and as they encamped around the mountain God called Moses up onto the mountain but now here's the funny thing all the time that they had been in captivity all the time they traveled across the wilderness no one ever went astray they grumbled they had a whole lot of problems and Moses had to deal with that because they kept arguing and fussing about things so basically This introduction was a big deal. Over 400 years, God waited and he decided, okay, let me bring my people home. Now you had to be some kind of remiss for being humble and not yielding to the authority of God because God is actually God. So as they got there, what we want to know is that why were they there? God laid down the rules to Israel. He had a certain criteria, certain responsibilities, and certain actions that he wanted his people to abide by. And when he laid out the rules, he gave them the Ten Commandments. Thou shalt not. And when he said that, all of Israel, well, whatever you say, Lord, we're not going to do it. We will be obedient, and we will obey you. Now, how many know that didn't work out too well? Because look at us today. God has us instructed on things not to do. And it's just like when you're dealing with children, you tell a child, don't go near the uh, fireplace. Don't go near that boiling water on the stove. Don't try to climb that tree. Be careful, the dog may bite you. Things like that. They don't pay attention, neither do they care they're learning, they're young, and I can understand that inexperience has them doing those things. But see, what happens with God? God was dealing with grown folk. See, grown people should have a different understanding and a different process of registering what God is saying. He told them not to do things and they didn't complain, they didn't have any problems with God. Everything that they were disagreement with, they took it to Moses. Now Moses he tried the best he could to deal with a, a couple hundred, uh, uh, well a few million people. I think it was the, on the exodus with were 3-4 million people. That's not counting women and children. So you have to ensure that they're following these instructions and being humble to God because guess who God will be angry with? God will be angry with the leader of the people. So all their complaints, all the, the hostilities and everything God had Moses to settle. What Moses did after listening to his father-in-law, why don't you get commanders to handle all these matters because there are too many people. Can you imagine how long it would take him to get around to handling squabbles between a million people? Not alone, not three. So he did that And yet and still, they still grumbled and complained. What happens to our people? God told them that I am your God and you'll be my people. And right at Mount Sinai, they agreed. They saw miraculous things, a burning bush, clouds just coming down, circling a mountain. You had fire that was coming from a bush and yet you still want to be disobedient we have a lot to learn today because the Bible it has a lot of things that it's trying to teach us and if we listen and we just slow down a little bit and allow it to sink in God is an awesome God He's all merciful He's all loving He's all strength and He's all knowing so wouldn't you take a a hint from that and realize that God is who He is He's who he say he is and does what he say he will do and will not falter. So Israel had a hard time when they were uh, dealing with God because God was only trying to get them to see, look, what is it that you're trying to do? I mean, I'm here. I'm for you. I'm here with you. What's the problem? But anyway, what we failed to realize is that God was saying, hey, no matter what problem you have, I will lead you across the wilderness, any problems that you have, you go to the land where I provide for you. I'll tell you where it's at. I'll let you know. I'll prepare it for you. Your enemies, there won't be a threat. I'll take care of all of that for you. Now, that is something ideal that someone today should be in agreement with. But guess what? Just like Israel, today we're doing the similar thing that Israel did. They did not want to adhere to what God had instructed. Now, that's why some of the situations are occurring today that we have, is that because Israel did not want to listen. The mindset of many people are always bent on, I want to do it my way. What better way is it for you to do something by following the commandments and the instructions of God? It's easy, it's simple. It should not be too difficult. But look, I understand it. When I was a child, I thought as a child. I behaved as a child. But when I became a grown, I became a man, I put away childish things. So you have to learn how to be obedient. And at that first point, I can understand why God got upset. Because he's present. Oh, man, look. He's presenting a lot of things to them. He's helping them. He's providing food for them. Their clothes didn't wear out. Their garments, their shoes, their animals were always fed. There was always water. Everything that they needed was provided for. And yet, they was not happy. What about us today? This is an introduction to how they should have re- received God in the first introduction. What about us? How will we act? What will be our problem when we meet God? He's preparing a path for us. He's preparing the way. We need to understand God is God. There's no other like him. He was in there in the beginning. He was here right now. And he's going to be here in the future. And the Bible lets us know that. He said, I knew you before you were conceived. So what problem should I have with God if he was in the beginning? He started everything. He prepared everything. He keeps everything going. What am I to do with the little power or the ability that he gives me to operate in? So this is what I'm saying. The introduction to Jesus and the introduction to God what it was a triumphant, a magnificent a wonderful feat is something that I would be thrilled about and if he said sit down I lay down I get as far to the ground as he wanted to be pleased with so my point is the introduction to God everyone is going to be magnificent I hope that we learn together we grow together because here at are you for real with God that's serious business we're not for real just like Israel we're not for real the illustration is before they met God they always wondered what when they met God they were like wow but after they met God they had to complain well he can't do this or he can't do that Who are you to dispute all power, all knowing, all merciful, all loving? What is that we know? So let's think about what we're doing when we deal with God. Be for real. Whatever he say, that's what goes. So this is Are You Real for God podcast. We're going to be prayerful. We're going to be loving. We're going to understand. And we're going to go through this Bible. And we're going to strengthen some of you. We're going to increase the strength in many of you. We're going to increase your wisdom and your knowledge so that you'll know and you'll walk in righteousness. And you'll be loving and caring and understanding about everyone you come in contact with. That is God's will. So I'm going to sign off right now and we're going to talk to you later so subscribe, send me some emails I'll read them on, uh, on air and I'll, make, make, I'll put you subscribe send some emails uh, we'll chat I'm going have, have, to be open for phone calls and all of those things so what we need to do is stay focused stay help, healthy stay loving and kind to one another Good evening, y'all.